outside of Ohio State, the Big Ten is not known for quarterbacks. But why Ethan Kaliakmanis could be changing that for the Gophers starting next season. You are no locked on happens, Golden Gophers. No matter what we're going to do here, we're just going to keep rowing. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota uh, Golden turns out, Gophers. Whatever turns out, we're just going to keep rowing. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We're just going to keep rowing, keep rowing, and keep rowing. You're listening to Locked On Golden Gophers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Kane Robb, host of the podcast, former collegiate football video coordinator and recruiting assistant here to talk Golden Gophers with you each and every day of the week, Monday through Friday. And today we are diving in on Ethan Kaliak Manis, the quarterback for the Gophers in the last start, possibly the next start, and the quarterback of the future. Be sure to subscribe on YouTube and let me know what your thoughts are with Ethan Kelly McManus, how excited you are, how nervous you are, whatever your thoughts are heading into an opportunity for the new young quarterback. Drop those down below in the comments on YouTube and be sure to follow wherever you get your podcasts. And today's show is brought to you by Bet Online. We are going to dive in deep at future quarterback Ethan Kelly McManus. But before we dive into that let's dive into the gophers full schedule that was released yesterday and man oh man it is a tough one it is truly but hey what do they say you have to beat the best to be the best and the gophers are going to have that opportunity next season the schedule is currently as follows we'll play nebraska at home eastern michigan at home and then you go to chapel hill and play north carolina a good north carolina team that has a quarterback a young quarterback that stepped up and is one of the better quarterbacks in the nation currently ranked 21 this season then you have northwestern at northwestern then you play louisiana lafayette and michigan at home back to back then you go on the road to iowa at home versus Michigan State, at home versus Illinois, and then you go on the road to Purdue and on the road to Ohio State, and then you finish the season at home versus Wisconsin. Now, the back half of that schedule is a murderer's row. I mean, you've got Michigan, Iowa, Michigan State, Illinois, Purdue, Ohio State, and Wisconsin. That's a tough seven-game stretch. There's no gimmies at all in that seven game stretch so we won't be hearing about oh this easy non-conference next season louisiana lafayette this season is four and three so they're having a little bit of a mediocre season prior two seasons they had won like or they had lost like one game each of those seasons and they finished 2021 as the number 16 school in the ap poll so you can't say a program like that is weak after they were just coming off of some fantastic years. Then you've got UNC, who is currently ranked right now number 21, and then Eastern Michigan, which it's it's a probably easier game, but you can't say that non-conference schedule is not difficult or have present some sort of a challenge or upset. Now, we're going to get a real taste of what the future of this program will look like against some of the best with that schedule. And with that being said, getting a glimpse at that challenge ahead tells me one thing for the Gophers and what they absolutely need to do this year in order to prep themselves. And 
it could be the defining factor to the Gophers next year and if they could be headed to a bowl next season. But first, let's talk about Sweat Block. Sweat Block is a product that you need to try if you've ever been self-conscious about odor, if you've ever been self-conscious about how much you're sweating, if you're pitting through shirts, trust me on this one. It saves some of my confidence and it can do the same for you. It's doctor created and doctor recommended. So be sure to check out Sweatblock and you can save 20% at sweatblock.com. All you have to use is promo code locked on so that so that way you can save 20% over at sweatblock.com. And again, it is also available on Amazon. All right, so we're going to dive in. And like I said, after talking about a doozy of a schedule next year, it is blatantly clear, in my opinion, we have to, absolutely have to, get Ethan Kelly McManus a couple more starts this season. I mean, getting him out there now, would you rather have him out there now making some mistakes, making some learning mistakes, and growing pains now in a season where we've already determined we are not going to be able to win the West or our chances are on life support? Or would you rather he make learning mistakes and whatnot to open the 23 season in games that we'll likely need to win to be able to contend and or even be bowl eligible and then have every irrational fan, and I know every team has them, but still, giving up hope in those early games one, two, or three. Why not get him some time now? Why not let him make those learning mistakes now and be more confident than ever moving into the next season? And we're going to talk about his confidence in a little bit. But first, I mean, prepping him now will set him up to be successful in 23 and hit the ground running when it hits the Big Ten season, the true Big Ten season in that back half of the schedule, like I had mentioned. Now, there are many sources out there saying Ethan Kelly Menace hasn't played since 2019 due to the COVID pandemic canceling his senior year, but I want to put that straight. That isn't true. It's not true at all. In fact, Ethan played a spring season in 2021 where he led his team to a 6-0 record in the spring season, and he had 1,165 passing yards with 15 passing touchdowns, plus 245 rushing yards and four rushing touchdowns. Oh yeah. And did I mention that was only in six games? He put on a clinic out there and ultimately won the Gatorade player of the year for the state of Illinois. That is the upside and the potential that he has. He is a top tier caliber player. And we saw that in high school. We get glimpses of it in spring camp and fall camp and in that Penn state game. The future is exciting. So now when we talk about Ethan Kalik Manis, the talent is definitely there. And the coaching staff is behind him. As the confidence grows and the coaching staff gives him more freedom, he could be truly, truly special. In fact, here's what Coach PJ Fleck had to say about Ethan and his confidence in him in the last presser. I have an incredible amount of confidence in that young man. I think you all know that. I think you know how I feel about him. I think you know when we recruited, how we talked about him. Uh, I think the sky's the limit for that young man. And I told you before, if you know you get in a position that we were in, you know, Cole banged up, Tanner banged up. If there's one person you can put in that environment that was not going to be rattled by that environment, it was him. And I think he showed that. 
I don't think he was at all rattled. I don't think you saw that at all. I thought you saw a really young, inexperienced quarterback that has a really bright future that everybody can be really excited about because he's got great intangibles that will only get better, but he's got a great skill set uh, with his feet, with his arm, his mind. He's got great confidence about himself, got a great presence, understands the game really well, and we'll keep building that around him. You know, part of that, Andy's question is, you can call it whatever you want, conservative or whatever, but you want to do what you know he can do and he's capable of doing in that environment, in that first start, and show and see what he can handle, what he can't, what is going to be uh, productive for us, what he's probably not ready for. Uh, and again, we talked before, you know, I mean, Manny Diaz, I mean, there's new blitzes every single week. How much is too much on his plate? Um, and we needed to play defense. We needed to play better defensively. Now, I completely agree with Coach PJ Fleck. He didn't look rattled at all, not one bit in one of the most hostile environments in the country in that whiteout game. So I'm excited to see how he continues to develop, how he continues to build. And in game one, Ethan had 221 total yards, a touch and a touchdown. So 175 of those were through the air and 46 were on the ground. He has the ability to use his legs, whether that be to buy more time for wide receivers, which this unit desperately needs, as we know, or actually go and get the yardage on his own, scrambling out, running, even designed runs. In fact, Ethan Kalik Manis does, when he does officially take the reins, when he takes the helm at quarterback, we could see a shift in the offense to cater more to his abilities. In the last presser, I also asked Coach PJ Fleck how the mobility that Ethan brings can change the offense, if at all. And here's what he had to say. Uh, it was really the same. Um, you know, we only added one play that would make him be a true runner. You know, he pulled it a few times on his own. Um, you know, when Tanner's in there, Tanner has the ability to do that too. But as we keep going, if that happens to be where we go, then we definitely have to look at that as well um, because I think he is a really good runner. Um, but he'll only get better as he goes. I mean, this, again, he's still a redshirt freshman that needs to keep learning and growing and failing, succeeding all at the same time. And, you know, we know he'll do that. So the offense could change, could be a little bit different than what Gophers fans are used to seeing, but that could be a very welcomed change. Now, I want to talk about why I truly believe Ethan Kaliak-Manis could be that Big Ten quarterback that the Big Ten is not used to seeing outside of Ohio State, and the Gophers got a good one. We're going to jump into that next, including a couple where I asked his father, Alex Kaliak-Manis, a few questions and got some great responses, behind-the-scenes perspective for you, the listeners, that you're not going to want to miss. But first, let's talk about our friends over at Bet Online. Bet Online is bringing you the latest sports wagering information and everything you need to know when it comes to the latest trends in action. In fact, they just dropped the NCAA men's basketball futures for every conference, and that includes the Big Ten. So who's the favorite when it comes to winning the Big Ten? Well, the odds are in favor of Indiana, which is no surprise to many. Michigan follows closely behind, but in third? It's Iowa. In fourth, it's Michigan State. In fact, Illinois falls to number five. That one catches me by surprise because I honestly truly see Illinois as a top two, top three unit in the Big Ten. So to catch them at number five, those could be some 
nice odds to open the basketball season that could definitely shift that way. Now, Purdue comes in at six, Ohio State at seven. Again, another team that I think will catch many by surprise, even though they lost key players. They've got some studs on that team. Minnesota comes in at 12, 12 to win the Big Ten Conference. Now, I wouldn't necessarily bet on the Gophers this season to win the Big Ten Conference, but they're building something special. And next year will be a real tell because I think they can truly compete for it next season. So if you ever want to know the latest trends in action, more lines, more props, more odds than ever before, be sure to head on over to Bet Online for all the latest and greatest. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, thank you for making Locked On Golden Gophers your first listen when it comes to Gophers Daily Sports. And be sure to check out Locked On Sports today as your second listen. They're doing everything, giving you the latest sports information in the sporting world because you can never keep up with so many things happening in the sports world. So definitely make that your second listen. Check it out and get the latest and top trending sports stories across all sports at Locked On Sports today. Now, like I said, the Big Ten is not known for QB play. In fact, a lot of people often talk about how the Big Ten hasn't been good or hasn't had good quarterbacks as of late. Now, that's not long-term speaking because you've had a lot of great quarterbacks come from this conference, including Kirk Cousins, including Drew Brees, including Tom Brady, and more. So overall, the Big Ten is not hated on as quarterback play, but as of late, People really only see Ohio State as the true NFL caliber quarterback or even top, top notch college level quarterback play. They only see it from Ohio State. But the times are a changing. And I truly think that Ethan Kalik Manis can break that stereotype and be a gopher player who brings that excitement to each and every game. Now, honestly, I think that talent-wise, Ethan has a skill set similar to what we saw from Zach Wilson at BYU. The different arm angles, the off-platform throwing, the on-the-run, whoa, how did he do that type passes? I think he has that ability and the ability to drop a pass right in a bucket, throw it on a rope to the receivers. Now, that being said, I do believe an area of improvement will be the consistency with that pinpoint accuracy because there are moments where the ball can sail on him or there's moments where he tries to place the ball in there to the receiver as opposed to throwing it in there. So again, these are things that will all improve with more experience, with more time on the field, with just the experience out there. So it's not something to worry about by any means, but only can really grow and get better, especially with a player who has the confidence in himself. Now, in the limited opportunities that he has seen this year, he's had 14 completions on 33 attempts for 259 yards and a touchdown, plus three interceptions. Now, I know people might be worried about the three interceptions, but those interceptions, they're not as much of a cause concern, in my opinion, because one against Illinois was truly a bad decision in an interception the other two plays one of them could have been broken up by a wide receiver on the play who gave up on the route and essentially just let the defender go and intercept the ball that's not something any quarterback should have to worry about or have placed on their shoulders then on top of that 
in the Penn State game, the interception that was given up was actually on a double pump with the outside release to Michael Brown Stevens. And then he took a shot and Michael Brown Stevens lost his footing, making it a ball that the deep defensive back could just go up and get with no, no contest, no, nobody there to actually put up a fight for the ball. So in fact, PFF didn't even initially count that as a turnover worthy play in their grading system upon the initial evaluations. That's how much of bad luck from their or not assisting from the receivers he had on those plays. So I wouldn't be concerned too much about those interceptions heading into what could be next with Ethan Kaliak Manis. Now he also had 63 rush yards and a touchdown so far this season, two big time throws, which were a welcome sight to Gophers fans. And one of which was on third and eight in this Penn state game down 17 to three under two minutes left to go in the first half ball on the Minnesota 12. Ethan catches the snap at the five yard line, places the ball pinpoint on a rope over the outside shoulder of Lamecki Brockington, where only he could get it. The safety and the cornerback were both completely out of reach to find that ball. And it makes you just say, that's the future. That's what we have to look forward to. Get stoked, get hype, get whatever. But that was something we do not see from Gophers QBs all that often. And as much as I love Tanner and Tanner, what Tanner's done for this program, I will always give love to him because he's done so much for us at the Gophers program. He's set so many records, but that ability right there, that's something we haven't really been able to see from any quarterback in the last decade for about, if I had to be honest. Now, overall, I recently spoke to Ethan and Dino Kaliakmanis' dad, Alex Kaliakmanis, and asked him a few questions that I think will give you some great inside perspective on what Gopher Nation will be getting these next few years. Now, the first question I asked are, what are Ethan and Dino like when it comes to studying the game, off-season work, film, what drives them, whether it was in high school or even now, what are they like? And he, he came back with an answer that will please so many Gophers fans. The fact that they are passionate and students of the game, they have a huge gift. And this is true. I've never really personally thought about it too much, but they have the gift that they've been with each other and have played a huge part in each other's success. And they always are putting in extra reps together and reviewing film and going over the playbook together and concepts, coverages, and on and on. I've never thought about that perspective, but that definitely helps to have someone else that you are learning with from the other perspective, from the receiving perspective. So the receiver gets to pick the quarterback's brain and the quarterback gets to pick the receiver's brain on how things work, how things time out. It's definitely an advantage that many folks out there don't have the opportunity to have. Now, overall, he said that they are technicians constantly working on mechanics, footwork, route running, timing, and they're both really close, but they're also extremely different personality-wise. Ethan is more extroverted while Dino is more introverted, but it works for them. So both achieved some amazing honors in high school in multiple sports, and he said the biggest thing for both of them is to become the best version of themselves that they can be. Now, the thing that stood out to me in this answer as well was that they're not looking to be the next 
Brady. They're not looking to be the next Jerry Rice. They're looking to be the best, them best selves and not to compare themselves to anybody else. And honestly, that is a beautiful thing. It's a great thing. And it also doesn't set you up to try to have expectations that you can't live up to, but you can go out there and be the best eighth in Cali McManus in the type of quarterback that this program hasn't seen before. That's perfect. That's awesome. And that is the right mindset to have. Now, Alex also talked about how he stresses work-life balance to them, which is, in my opinion, something people don't think about enough. So you love to hear it. But overall, he said when they have family time, when they have friend time, it's truly enjoyed. But when it comes to work, they're on a different level. That seems to be something that is trending for golfers, prospects, and recruits and commits lately. You talk about Ethan and Dino. You talk about Jaden Henley on the basketball program. You talk about Dennis Evans. You're starting to hear about these guys that just have a different mindset, a different attack, and a different approach on the game. And that is something that can elevate these Gophers programs. Now, question number two I asked Alex was, what is your family's relationship with Coach Fleck and the staff? And how did you feel about Ethan and Dino choosing Minnesota and developing here moving forward? Now, overall, he stressed they have a great relationship with the coaches. And it's important to note that Ethan and Dino were the among the first commits of the class as sophomores. And Ethan had 30 plus offers. Dino had 15 plus offers. And that most weren't even publicized because of the commitment that they had and their respect as a family to the program. And think about that. There's so many kids out there that still take offers, still take other visits and things like that. But they stopped visiting schools after they verbally committed. Offers were still coming in up to 24 hours before signing day. People were putting in those last pitches, trying to flip both Ethan and Dino, and they never wavered. Overall, Alex said he thinks that it sends a strong message of their belief in the program at that time, and it continued when the offensive coordinator played a big role in recruiting them and then left to another school. Now, when that new offensive coordinator came in, they still remained steadfast, and then after he left and Coach Shiraka came back, they were still wanting to be a part of it. It's not the easiest situation to have your offensive coordinator offensive coordinator after your first year leave but they stayed resilient they stayed committed to being contributors to this program and this football team and as a parent he's seen tremendous personal growth as men and as leaders and now we're looking forward to what how they develop as players as they get more time and experience now, the third and final question that I asked Alex Kaliakmanis, the father of Ethan and Dino, is what was it like getting to see Ethan play in his first start on the road in the whiteout game? You were in the atmosphere. You felt it. Did you know he was ready for such a moment? Because it truly seemed like he was more composed than you'd ever expect from a redshirt freshman. Now, his response was this, and this is the mindset that you can look forward to coming from Ethan as he gets ready to be the future of quarterback at this program. He said it's completely what he expected, and he knows Ethan will get better and better. That's just how he's built. Ethan is a leader and a warrior, and he has too much moxie to let the whiteout crowd get the best of him at Penn State. 
He has the gift of swagger that great QBs have. And you can see that on the field, folks. You can see it. You can feel it. It's exciting. It's why fans are so stoked to have him on the field sooner. Now, Alex also said, personally, he saw a lot of great things on the film. He saw some things that can use improvement, which we've talked about here on Locked on Golden Gophers as well. But you can always do a prep better. And that is a process of becoming great and winning championships. And he has some lofty personal goals, which you love to hear. But at the end of the day, he came here to win and be a key contributor of a Gopher football program. And he can assure you, the Gophers fans, that that loss will not rest easy with Ethan. He's going to be putting in the work. He's going to be doing whatever he can to be the best quarterback for this program. And I think the future is in good hands. But we need more time for him to learn this season, in my opinion. And that doesn't mean no more Tanner for the rest of the year. That doesn't mean we won't see Tanner on the field again, but maybe the next one or two at the minimum. Send them Kaliak Manis' way. Let him start. Let him grow. And let us prep for that 2023 season. That's going to do it for us on today's episode of Locked On Golden Gophers. I hope you appreciated it. I hope you like that inside perspective. Be sure to hit subscribe on YouTube and go Gophers.